Hey, what is going on? You are watching and listening to Tags Live Talk About Gay Sex, the live show here on the Connections Zone on Get Vocal Platform every single Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. I am your host, Steve V, alongside Cody Maurice Doggett. How are you? Hello, darling. I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I am doing really good. We've been away for a minute and I feel I, know, I miss you so bad. I miss your face and that lovely smile. Uh, well, first of all, how was your Christmas? Christmas was amazing. I didn't get to spend it with the family like I usually do, but I did get to see my mother and my great aunts. Fortunately, it was just me, us and that my mom and myself and my great aunt at one time and then the other great aunt at another time. So it was wonderful. It was really, really good. How about yourself? It was good. It was, normally I would be where I'm from, California, California, but I lived in LA too. And I would go back and forth every single mm -hmm. year. But obviously this year I stayed put and I have an 83 year old mother. So it was good to just stay safe. But we talked a lot on the phone and I spent it with a friend of mine here. You know what? It was my first time ever being in New York City in Christmas time. Oh, really? So it was kind of good. It was also good because I have a big birthday coming up and I'm trying to work out it. So I wasn't eating my mom's tamales, cookies. And I, so it, <laughs> it worked sort of in my favor as I have this monumental birthday coming up. So kind of worked out. I'm not mad at it. Um, Girl, the food, can I tell you, I gained 10 pounds, okay? Just <laughs> the food alone. <laughs> well, we know you like to eat, so. You know I love to eat various things, so. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and food is among them. <laughs> okay, I was thinking, ass I know. Ass you know. <laughs> ass I know. Well, like I said, we are here every Wednesday night, part of the Connection Zone on the Get Vocal platform. Super happy. A little bit later in the show, we're really pleased to welcome Kevin Thomas, who is knows so much about film, and he's going to be talking to us about web series, Oscar picks, things that you could be watching during this time frame to keep yourself busy, and he's a lot of fun, so stay tuned for that. Very Let's get into it. Yeah, this is going to be a fun show because we've been away for a minute. And I, if you're looking for something to do tomorrow on New Year's Ooh. Eve, I have something. DJ Laurent is no stranger to Tag's podcast, and he's an incredible DJ. I love his music. If you listen to Tag's podcast, you our theme song is a production original track of DJ Laurent on Roy Royal Advisor Records. Well, tomorrow night, he is going to be streaming live for two hours from 9 to 11 Eastern time on Twitch. And I think Cody put it in our comments section. Right there. But I'm looking at it, and I think it's twitch.tv forward slash DJ Laurent. And it's a free event. You can, um, yeah, and you can check it out. I listened to the set. He's got a green screen going on. I listened to some of his picks that he's going to be um, playing, and they are groovy tracks. 
Again, it's DJ Laurent tomorrow night. If you are home and you want to like groove, Cody, you and I are going to be grooving along to it. I was going to say, I'll be listening with you. So I can't wait. I'm very, very, very excited. Yeah, he's going to be spinning some great tracks, and it will be to like a green screen, so we'll have a lot of visual effects. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. 9 to 11 tomorrow Eastern time on twitch.tv forward slash DJ Laurent. Check it out. It is free. We will be there. Going to be a lot of fun. Um, You know, I was thinking about things, and in this period that we've been off, Cody, Mm -hmm. you know... It's funny because this year obviously has been nuts, as we all know. I was considered myself, yeah, I considered myself very sexually active pre pandemic and haven't really been. I talked about this year, if we were to go through the year, I dated somebody in my building. So I Uh had that, that ended. It's all good. Um, I had one F buddy that we can talk about a little bit later that I would see now and then. But in when you produce a show like this, and now at one point we were producing three shows a week, I and sexually active, I talk a lot about sex. I research a lot about sex. I look into what's going on in the sexual world. For two weeks when we didn't do this, either one of our shows, I didn't do anything related to sex. I didn't watch porn. I didn't look up any story. And for me personally, it was refreshing. Now, I'm not saying I went to church and I was, you know, at the choir. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it was, you know, I think when you when your work is based around sex, it's good to take even a break from that. I don't know. How do you feel about it and this time that we've sort of been away and what's your thoughts? I, I get what you're saying. Totally. I experienced some sexual burnout as far as porn was concerned. Definitely. And it caused me to not really get aroused by even watching porn. It would take something like really, really special and specific um, to, to, to even get off. And I was, it made me look deep inside myself, uh, no pun intended (laughs) and like search and see what the reason was for the, the, the burnout and the disillusionment as far as porn is concerned. And I took a break. Yeah. I took a whole, a week long break off of porn and it's, it's benefited me. My, I would say my porn libido is back and (laughs) Yeah, mine's back too. Mine's back too. 100%. I'm I'm back back in fighting shape. I think I'm also missing that like touch, the 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 skin on skin touch of actually being with somebody. So I'm sure you can relate, right? Definitely missing that and I but I'm somebody I was telling you offline earlier. I mm-hmm. I'm a, a former editor like literally edit video and I I think when you're an editor, you pivot easily, you adjust your life. And I've learned to adjust my life in a lot of different ways. And one of the ways I've adjusted is by learning to just, we did a whole show on dating yourself and learning to like love myself. But to your point, 
we have to give tips to the people in our buildings here. It's like a annual Christmas thing. And a couple of the doormen were wanting to thank me for the tip that I had given them. And we put them in these cards and I write a little thank you note. And to the ones that I really think are hotties, I read, you were a rock star this year. And one of them, they wanted one of them that is not one of the rock star hotties, but was coming up to me. And he was like coming towards me. And I was like freaking out. Like, why are you coming towards me? And he put his elbow (laughs) out to thank me. Like elbow thing. You know how people do that now? Yeah. Well, if anybody knows anything about me, I get startled really easily. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, why are you coming at me? So freaked out. And I was like, what but do you think was going to happen? I don't know. I don't know. I was just like neurotic. And I was immediately like, oh, uh-huh. okay, yes, thank you. And I like, you know, thank God for the mask because it, I love the mask these days because it hides so much. I walk down the street. Uh, Nowadays, I walk down the street getting my steps in because I'm trying to uh-huh. lean up and I'm in a music video singing every George Michael song <laughs> I can and no one can see me singing and, and I love it. I can also I'm be on the lip sync for your life. Oh, I am, lip, I am lip syncing <laughs> for my life and loving every minute of it and not worrying. Nice. And you know, and you and I live in New York where it gets cold and inevitably like my nose is running normally. Well, now nobody sees that. So I always just yeah. look like it's just it's just this the eyes and yeah. uh, can i tell you i left my manscaper nose trimmer our at sponsor home. yes our sponsor i le- yeah i left it at home uh while i was visiting my mother and i and i started to you know the maintenance wasn't going on in the nose hair and okay, i missed now. it so much and I, I i i needed it so badly and but the mask covered everything up and i was like thank you manscape for keeping these nose hairs under control. Thank, Thank you, Manscaped, for keeping Cody's nose hair in check. <laughs> I cannot handle. I cannot handle that in a friend or a boyfriend. If I the minute I see that, it's a deal breaker. And I know that sounds horrible, I agree with you. but it's. I become. Fix, I'm a visual person. We produce shows, so I'm immediately like fixated on just that, and it's. It's not good. So, yeah. So, but I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be talking about sex. I'm hoping to have sex soon. More sex in 2021. Um, On the note. I'm on backseat. Okay, go ahead. We're just going to keep rolling before our special guest comes out in a little bit. And there's some hot topics that I wanted to break down with you that were kind of a lot of fun. There's a story about what gay men wear to feel sexy. And I know I sent you yeah. the link, Cody, to uh-huh. what the just it queer tea put this out and it's gay guys describe what they wear to feel confident and sexy. And it was part of a Reddit thread that they drew this from. And some of the dudes on there talked about wearing different things that you would expect. So one person is quoted as saying, I have a nice butt and legs. So one mm-hmm. way I feel sexy for myself is to wear underwear like men's thongs. Me while I wipe this drool away. <laughs> <laughs> Jog straps and men's bikini underwear. Uh, somebody else wrote boots. There's always extra swing and swagger in my walk if I'm oh, stepping on. I did boots. not even think of that. Like Wonder Woman boots. 
And la- and uh, somebody wrote, I feel sexier than naked or I am. You know, I don't really. Uh, we'll get into what we feel. And somebody okay. even wrote, slim fit shirts. Bonus of the, if they are the longer side as shirts tend to be short at the bottom. Okay, we get it. I wanted to know, <laughs> Cody, what do you feel sexy in? What makes you feel sexy? And has it changed in this pandemic or is it? Just tell us. Tell the people. Yes. So I have always been a TNA guy. I, you know what? I started out as more of a T guy, basically. TNA. The, yes, you know what I'm talking about. And you know where I got it from. A chorus line. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, I grew into be more of an unasked guy, as, I, as you all know. So... I wear things that accentuate my my tits and my ass. So I love jeans that are on the tighter side. I love low-cut tank tops and form-fitting shirts. I'm surprised you're not wearing one tonight because normally I know lunging neckline. I don't know if this is this isn't really. I wore this because it's our New Year's uh, show. Black and. Oh, you like? I know, but I, you, it's a little glittery, and I don't know if you can see that it. Child, you can't see it's that not it's really. glittery. It's, you know what, darling? <laughs> wardrobe department, you're fired. We they need are fired. Fire. <laughs> I need something sequency. <laughs> Cody, stay on topic. <laughs> yes. So, I have been buying. It hasn't really changed during the pandemic. Definitely, I have been buying jock straps non-stop steve and who am i wearing them for nobody is the answer i wear them for myself around the house and my poor roommate he has to see me in my ass out all day are you serious <laughs> no i'm not serious oh, <laughs> oh my god wow but that would be fun, right? If I if I made him uncomfortable. He's straight, by the way. So <laughs> probably not fun for him. But yeah, I mean, I hear you. And the funny thing about this whole thing and this article that came out is there was a time pre-pandemic when I was incredibly into the leather scene, the fetish scene. I had parties about leather. I I could open up like yourself a boutique on harness leather harnesses. And I was at Wednesday jockstrap party every week, practically. And interestingly enough, in this, like I said earlier, I pivot, I edit, I change given what's going on. And right now, I couldn't be more covered up. Like those things, Mm -hmm. I don't even, they they don't work for me right now because they don't make sense right now to me. And I guess... There is something to be said about feeling sexy for yourself at home. Being naked doesn't really... I don't know that just the naked body makes me feel sexy. I'm a little bit Uh too hyper aware of too much and what's going on. So I think what's making me feel sexy these days is being covered up. Like wearing... Yeah. I, and I'm feeling like I'm working I, out. Like, I would not expect that from you. So yeah, I mean, I'm, like, feeling, I'm feeling confident because the article was confident and sexy. I'm feeling yes. confident and sexy these days being more covered up. So I'm also a product of reflective of what's going on. So right now I'm wearing I was a lot say, of look at you being adaptive. Well, yeah, not right now, but pretty much when I go out the door, <laughs> I'm wearing army green or black. So it's all about like warrior or defense mode. I 
I think there's there's something about army green and and black that's just more like okay stay on track and that's mm-hmm. where i'm at but i feel sexy in it and isn't that at the end of the day what do you guys all think put in the comment section or read some comments if people are stating them cody blake says that he is down to see the tna and i told him to go to my instagram which is mr maurice m-i-s-t-a well any of plunging necklines on (laughs) (laughs) um jennifer says hey boys cody loves his cute underwear and i love speedos underwear and speedos are my thing so they're all on my instagram please go there like subscribe and i'll make more content and you Blake should tell people where it's at, at Mr. Maurice. Mr. Maurice, M-I-S-T-A-H-M-A-U-R-I-C-E. And Blake says he likes free balling and basketball type shorts, which I love. Uh, have you seen the the gray sweatpants memes and everything <laughs> that are out there? Um, are you talking about SNL guy that wears the, or maybe his aren't gray, or his are gray. You mean Ooh. Pete Davidson? Pete Davidson. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, he's um, like, I don't allegedly know really hung. Yeah, that's what I, I heard about that too, just recently, actually. But I just, mean, it's girl, a, you it's are a, late. <laughs> I don't. I'm not featuring him. Like he's not my speed normally. But I mean, I will look if he's in gray gray sweatpants. If so, you're a size queen, you. it's all. It all makes sense. So that's right. But let's move on. Um, Okay, (laughs) time to move on. One. So recently, I have been looking at a lot of YouTube videos, and I have. We're going to talk about it a little bit later of who we're thirsting after. And there's all these guys that I'm working out to. They all have their YouTube channels, and they're so professionally done, Cody. They're like well-produced videos. Well, on there, I was... You know how, like, if you like one thing, maybe you'd like this, right? They suggest somebody else. And one of my suggestions was this YouTube channel of Aston King, A-S-T-O-N. Interesting name, Aston King. Can I ask you a question? What were you watching that this guy came up on your on your YouTube feed? Straight guys that have workout channels that have like hit workouts, <laughs> and this got slid into the mix somehow. Okay, fully explain, and then we will discuss how. Okay, so fully explain. In, and so I was looking at his channel, and so he's got videos: yoga for men for sleep. Better sleep with Aston, stretch with me, uh, yoga for men at home. And I looked at the videos, and in each of the videos, he's like in an Andrew Christian underwear. His junk dick is like protruding. And Mm -hmm. it does, he does give you actual stretches that are legitimate stretches that you could follow along with him. But inevitably, Uh in every single video, the camera is at his ass and his legs are stretched wide open. (laughs) And or the front of his pants is protruding forward. And I loved one comment that I read in one of the things that ultimately said, you know we're all here for 
the, we're not here for what he's putting out there. And what he ultimately puts out there is check out my OnlyFans. Wh- yeah. Which I think you're going to see the legs spread open minus the Andrew Christian so, and a lot more going on. That's all I'm saying. Can I just can I just tell you that one of the you sent me the link to his YouTube and I looked at his YouTube and one of the the the, the primary photos that that is that are on the videos it's it's the photo that is visible before you click on the video. It's just him bent over with his his butt right in frame it's crazy i'm like whose butthole is this right on youtube uh, before you even click into the video it was insane to me i didn't understand it but well and i mean imagine like in every video legs are spread wide open and the camera angles like right there and he's trying to be serious on and then open your leg and stretch here but it's like to do what (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm not going to sleep after I watch is, this for sure. <laughs> it is one step away from an X-Tube video and right? really should just be, it's interchangeable. Like, yeah, there's no difference, really. So and, I'm, I'm not mad okay. at it because he's ultimately promoting his OnlyFans where you ultimately are going to, I think, see the full-on deal. I have not yeah. gone on there yet. but Me either. I looked him up on LPSG which is another site that tells you all the the lowdown on what's on his OnlyFans. And they yeah. say it's good content. They didn't say what kind of good content it was. So well, it, got it me remains thinking. to be seen. There's mm-hmm. another story that's out there of a friend of our show, the shirtless violinist. He's been on our show okay. several times. He's he He's classically trained. He plays the violin shirtless, got a great body, married to his sweetheart um it's matthew olszewski and paul castle matthew's the shirtless one and there so he's made a brand out of producing these videos playing the violin doing really cool videos but part of his branding is doing instagram posts between him and his husband and they just got taken down and they had 100,000 Instagram followers. They also had mm-hmm. 150,000 TikTok followers and 200 wow. Facebook, Facebook followers and more. And according, um, recently they were talking about it and they're, they're so distraught because this is part of their branding that mm-hmm. keeps them active and I know a little bit about this because our Instagram, when we had talk about gay sex, was shut down. And we had already 30,000 followers on it, and it got shut down. And it, it just makes me think, like, are we putting so much emphasis in these social media platforms where we don't sign a contract that they could be mm-hmm. wiped beneath our feet at any given time and if they're a part of your brand, maybe we should be rethinking this as we approach 2021. But I also know you had something to say about us gay yeah. men. And are we being targeted, Cody? So when you initially told me about the story, it got my wheels turning as far as a lot of gay influencers, especially on Instagram, they're getting shadow banned. And basically, that's when Instagram does not promote your content as much as the uh, straight and cisgender influencers. Counterparts, yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. And I actually looked up why that was and Salty, an online newsletter and platform for women, trans and gay non-binary people released new research that looked at the ways that algorithms affect marginalized groups. And it said that the marginalized groups get shadow banned more. It basically confirmed what I was thinking and it's flagged as for excessive nudity or se sexual solicitation uh, by queer people and women of color more than their straight cis counterparts. And I think that that's crazy. I think that should not be happening. I don't understand why that's going down. It's something that we should definitely address to Instagram. And also, I think somebody in the comments said something about TikTok. So, yeah. There's a lot to unpack there. But one of the things is. is that when we put, you know, we put a lot of our business models into these social media platforms, but maybe we should start rethinking some of these things because I think there is something to be said. The one thing that comes to mind is when you're somebody like the the shirtless violinist or even our mm -hmm. show, a podcast based on the conversation of sex positivity or gay sexuality, we aren't mm -hmm. showing gay sex, but we're having the conversation. So some of our postings are obviously going to yes. be provocative. We're actually doing good and we're being sex positive and we've helped so many people. We've had people write into us that have said, oh my gosh, because of your show, because where I live has really mm -hmm. helped me here and there. And not to belabor that point, but I think it, it's there is a segment of social media that just immediately wants to put, oh, you're uh, demonize us essentially, exactly. and and we're going to be the first. It's probably algorithms, I would imagine, that are going to be the first to pull us down. Whether or not there's some truth to homophobia going on in there or not it's not looking out for and maybe there's needs to be somebody in the gay arena business model that looks out for us for social media like a newer platform that's not going to pull us down for what we're saying well blake blake actually commented in the in the comic extension that uh patreon and twitter are both good platforms for us to use as LGBTQ people. They are, but so. we have a Patreon page. You can go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex. And they have their own. <laughs> they have um, been under the microscope. In fact, I got flagged for a picture I posted on our oh, Patreon. Really? Yeah, that may have violated their... So you even have to be really careful on Patreon for what services you are offering. I know this from 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 my own experience. So experience. but I like them and they are our platform and we will continue to use them. But yeah. So uh interesting. Any other comments, Cody, that you want to read before we move on yeah. to our special yeah. guest? Blake goes on to say do an OnlyFans. And it doesn't necessarily have to be sexual content on OnlyFans, but it could be more homo centric yeah. content that we post on there and then it wouldn't get flagged. 
Yeah. <laughs> Blake goes, but we wouldn't mind sexual content. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. And the, the, the thing is, I feel for the shirtless violinist and for some of these because what's the term that you get labeled when you're pulled down from Instagram? We talked about this offline. We talked about it earlier, and now I can't think of it. Um, God damn it. Something. I know, right? Brain. Um, <laughs> no more drink for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, you're Thank removed you. from... And and the thing is... The unauthorized... No, that's not what it's called. Okay, oh, stop man. talking. Because we get... We like, <laughs> the thing is, you're removed. And anyways... He's early, and let's bring in our guest of the I night. One minute early, gosh! I could just sit here. It's quietly. okay. You well, know, don't come too early. Don't come too early to my party. Well, I posted my minute early. I posted on Twitter. People, you need to follow that. Let it all hang out. Diego Barros. Oh my God! There's no one that will find another man more beautiful. Hey, oh, I got to okay. check him out. Thank I'm, you. It's in Twitter, the spelling, and then Kyle Heinick. Oh, he has, he he walks around in shorts and sweats, and it's flopping around. Daily posts from both of these guys. Steve, okay. new porn, just look them up. Okay, not only are you too early for the party, yeah, you're taking over the yeah, show, so you need... Let me introduce you properly. Our special, <laughs> our special guest is Kevin Thomas, who is like my family member, my big brother, one of my best friends, and a lover and knows so much about the film industry. We're going to talk about his YouTube channel coming up. He has some great recommendations. Kevin Thomas, welcome to Tags Live. How are you? First, I'm sorry if I was early and misspoke. I apologize to all Darling, don't worry. Oh, you're our guest. You. <laughs> Welcome, Kevin. Thank you. I was just watching the show, ready to masturbate because you guys like to You know what's good about today's world? You can masturbate, you can masturbate from Twitter. And then you could go to like Pornhub and just do words like um, facial, you know, gay, big dick facial. You get a lot of choices there. <laughs> Just don't do it on a Zoom call and get caught. Already oh, yeah. taking no, notes. No, no, Already no. taking notes. No. Mirroring. Oh, you could take your little phone and then put that on the TV. It's like watching a movie. Oh, are we making a movie? <laughs> Well, okay, Kevin, well, we've I, don't, I don't know if you about. want to make a movie with your TNA that you love. You can feel free. <laughs> well, Kevin, we got a lot to cover with. Okay. And plus, we're going to play a fun game at the very end of this, which I'm really excited about, about who we're thirsting after these days. But to get things started, you know, I think a lot of us have forgotten that the Oscars, the Academy Awards, is still going to happen. And we're all wondering what's nominated and I know you are a film buff. You know so much about this. We're going to talk about your YouTube channel. But what's some films right now that we could be watching in this pandemic to get ahead of? Is there, first of all, is there going to be an Oscars? Yes. Yeah, so it's changed a little, of course. So the eligibility period now ends at the end of February instead of tomorrow. It's usually a year to year thing. 
Um, and the Oscars will be in April 25th, the day after Barbara Streisand's birthday. So uh, enjoy Barbara and then the Oscars. But not that there's really anything good about this stupid pandemic. And everybody put your mask on, stay healthy. But because we're watching movies that, oh, I love that mask. Kevin gave me this mask, <laughs> which I love. So, yes. <laughs> well, you're, you're a Madonna girl. But, yes. I mean, a, a tiny silver lining is you could watch a lot of Oscar contenders at home. And because there's so many platforms, you don't need to spend that $20. You know how now spend $20 and rent a movie, which really isn't unreasonable. But because there's so many platforms, you could watch a lot of free ones, which is actually going to be my YouTube channel this week. So this is sort of a sneak preview. So if you want to, I could tell you some you could watch at home for free if you subscribe to those channels. Okay, so what's some of the okay. free picks that you want to tell us about that we could be watching to that would be potentially nominated for an Oscar. Right. Well, first of all, I don't talk about the common things that everybody should know, like Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and the trial. I loved it. Seven. <laughs> so good. It was so good. Okay. But if you're a um, HBO person, this woman now needs our help to get nominated because she's just starting to win critics prizes. It's Never, rarely, sometimes, always. I always get that title mixed up. You know, those are the questions that I ask. Repeat that. What? Repeat that one more time. Never, rarely, sometimes, always. Those are the answers to questions you get. Like if you go to a doctor's office, do you feel this? Never, rarely, sometimes, always. But the young woman in that order, right? Yes. Sydney Flanagan, she is a very young new actress. She's already won a couple of awards for best actress. It's free if you have HBO. And it, it to me, it, I rip my heart out. It's about a young woman who's 16 and she gets pregnant and her father cares more about the dog than her. So she doesn't share with her family any story. So she goes from Pennsylvania to New York to take care of it. So we have 48 hours with her with no money, trying to get things done without any adult help. I was biting my fingers and it's really gotten great reviews. The audience doesn't like it as much as I do. And Rotten Tomatoes, it's a 99 with critics, which is almost perfect, but the audience only gives it a 20. Okay. A lot I'm going to check it out. All right. What else do you got? Well, if you're an Amazon person, I didn't even know of this movie, even though I have Amazon Prime until it started winning Best Actor Awards. The Sound of Metal. It's about a guy who's in a metal band, and because you're hearing that sound all day, he starts to go deaf. Oh, my God. I watched it. Wasn't he amazing? And, oh, but my God. He should be nominated. They're going to think of, like, you know, all these other actors. but He was in an HBO show, Kevin, as well. Yeah. And he the was Night of. The Night yeah, of. He, he won an Emmy for that. He was also Emmy nominated for Guest Cody, this movie. I got to watch it, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. I tried, to recommend, I tried to tell a friend of mine to watch it, and he couldn't get into it. But, Kevin, I loved it. And I I'm I'm, have a huge crush on him anyway. I think he's gorgeous. And What's his name? Do you know his name? Yeah, Riz Ahmed. R-I-Z-A-H-M-E-D. So he's winning a lot of critics' prizes and nominations, and so is the co-star Paul Racy. So that movie, I think- It's such a good movie. It's so good. Your friends here, they should know. Then if you're, and Steve, you're going to love this one too, because I know you like this movie. Okay. Now, I follow this site called Gold Derby, which kind of is the horse race of Oscars where critics 
and experts kind of start predicting the awards, but they start really early. So sometimes the, the ranking changes like a horse running down a track. Sometimes movies that get all this buzz end up flopping and not even getting nominated. Like last year, the Gold Finch was going to be up for Best Picture, Best Director. The writer won a Pulitzer Prize for the book. The movie came out and bombed. So then it left the list. Wow. But so this movie, the lead actress and support, I'm building up a drum roll. The lead actress and supporting actress were once the leaders on Gold Derby to win Best Actress and Best Supporting Actress. Hey, keep it going, Kevin. The people didn't really like it. So, it's, uh-huh. um, so the lead actress is off the list, but Glenn Close in Hillbilly Elegy. Oh, my God. I loved it, Kevin. Yeah, but you've seen everything, Steve. Wow. Yeah, because of Kevin. But, you know, really, this... Because uh, of Kevin and my sister. They told me about... Um, say them the title one more time. Hillbilly Elegy. It's Hillbilly a okay. film. It was like, oh, this is going to be all the Oscar buzz. Well, a lot of people didn't like it. Critics liked it less. So it's sort of falling off the ranking. But Glenn Close is still hanging on to fifth place in Gold Derby. But it could change. Gold Derby really isn't the answer. It's people's opinion. But Glenn. And you know how I am about my Glenn. Oh, my. Like, I need. Oh my gosh, she needs to win one. I was like, Has she ever won an Oscar? Don't get me started. Do not get me started. And she has never won, but it's the perfect type of nomination. She she wears makeup. She doesn't look like herself. She has an accent. She's a grandma with a heart of gold, but she's kind of a Vivian big Mead loved the film. Yes, I see. Yes, Vivian Mead loved it. So, so, so those are the ones that are free, but don't These have. The- they need a push. I love it. And Kevin, okay. send me a few more if you want, and to, um, we'll put it up on tagspodcast.com, your picks. We've got to move on, though. You are a part every single year in Palm Springs. You're a curator of the web segment of Cinema Diverse, which is a film, um, Palm Springs Film Festival. You curate the web series every year. Obviously, this year, you weren't able to do that because of the pandemic and it was canceled. Hopefully, you'll be back next year. But what's some web series? Because so many web series get overlooked and there's some really great ones. And I think at this time, we could all benefit from watching them as we're all home looking for new content and fresh content. I'll tell you three quick ones. Well, as quick as until you tell me to shut up. But I actually did my best of on my YouTube channel. I made a playlist for Cinema Diverse because I love, well, I love everything entertainment. But web series are harder to find. They could be two minutes long or 25. There's no time. But three (laughs) that I picked, one of them I thought would be good for your audience, Daddy Hunt. Now, we all know Daddy Hunt is an app for bears and older men, younger men. This series... Cody, we might be looking for a daddy sometime soon. I was going to say, that sounds like my life. Is it a movie based on my life? What's going on? Well, actually, the lead actor of Daddy Hunt um, lives in New York. and I interviewed him. He's such a creator, Jim Newman. But the good thing about this is not only is it well-crafted, it's romantic, it's sexy. You could watch the entire first season in 15 minutes because each episode is like two minutes. And what's, so, the, pre- oh, okay. what's the general premise of it? And, um, like Jim Newman plays a, a daddy and some younger guy moves into his building. Sparks fly. Texts happen. They meet on the roof. And then they, oh, oh. you don't have to watch it. I've seen this one. You finally, have. I've seen. Something. You have. Yes, it's good. I really, really enjoyed it. I'm watching it this weekend. It, yeah, you could watch all three seasons in an hour. 
Another yeah. good one from another New Yorker. Don't suck. You know what? It doesn't. You mean love. <laughs> Sorry. 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 Audio audience. I was doing the <laughs> sucking a cock on like with air quotes. Oh, I like the way you want to explain that to these intelligent No, people. because this gets repackaged. But Don't Suck is from this really clever guy named Tyler Martin, where he goes kind of from like a Texas to New York and is kind of like the, the fish out of water. But he's so funny. He had great delivery. It's a really good show. Very well watched. Don't Suck doesn't suck. But that's not the title. Nice. The title is just Don't Suck. And for many of these, can we find on YouTube or where yes, can we? All completely on YouTube for free. I will put these on tagspodcast.com as well. Okay, um, good. My final one, because I see you have some women watching and I, I love good content. You know, a lot of times gay men follow gay things. Lesbians follow women things. I just follow good things. But take one thing off. That's the name of the show. But when you're looking for it on YouTube, Scout oh, Turbo. You didn't yeah, mean. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I thought you I thought it was an instruction. Yeah, 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 Cody, you I take the direction, Kevin. Yeah, no, no, Cody, you've been talking about liking dicks. Go ahead, Cody, take one thing off. Oh, oh. Oh, um, easy. Get that plunging. Anyway, look up Scout Durwood on YouTube. Follow her channel. She has a series called Take One Thing Off. It's sort of like a video album. Scout is funny. She could write, she could edit, she could sing. She I'm in love with her, and yet I like Dick. Because <laughs> she is so funny. Cody, I reads love that motion. Cody, I can't see if you can read any comments before we move on to our next topic with Kevin. Lake Mrs. Palm Springs. Oh. Atlanta. Yeah, you know what, Kevin? This brings up an interesting point. What's your favorite thing about Palm Springs? I like Palm Springs that I'm a little older than most people, and that's kind of where they go. I like that everyone I have ever met there is super friendly. I don't even like the heat, but I'm an air-conditioned person. So as long as you got something blowing in my face, I made that a double entendre, I'm happy. And actually, the Cinema Diverse Film Festival, cinemadiverse.org, um, it's my favorite film festival because it's only like three or four days. Mostly they're 10 days. And then all of a sudden you're watching gays with hangnail movies. Like they run out of topics sometimes. This is sort of concise to the point. And the, the whole city, everyone I've met there is so embracing and wonderful. And all those LA Hollywood people, they end up moving there. I've met so many people from LA that now live in Palm Springs. Well, while we have you here, we want to play a fun game with you on who we're thirsting over. But before we do that, you can watch Kevin's YouTube channel where he goes over these every single week in great detail than he's even done here. You can go to youtube.com forward slash real Kev, R-E-E-L-K-E-V, real Kev. You can also follow him at real Kev on Twitter and on Instagram. He's at real Kevo. Yeah, someone uh, sold the real Kev on Twitter. Yeah, man. Instagram, and they've never even posted one thing. If anything so for Instagram, I've been trying to get him to give it up. Well, let's play a fun game because we love the movies. And, you know, I have really grown accustomed, and Kevin, you can attest to this, of TCM, the classic movie channel, 
in this pandemic and my mom, we compare movie notes and I realized that I've been thirsting over actors, but people online. And I wanted to play a game where we could do a couple rounds of who we're thirsting over. And my, I'll start the, the, the game off here. And okay. Kevin I, and knows that we all love Alfred Hitchcock. I have behind me somewhere the whole collection. But one of his movies was a smaller film called Marnie. And it stars who, Kevin? Tippi Hedren and Sean Connery. Sean Connery, <laughs> many of you would know, would go on to be the first, the original. And you know I love a good OG, 007. And in this film of Marnie, he is everything to me. He's got the accent. He's got the chin line. He is so... Like, I want to run away with him. He's European. He's masculine. You need some alone time. Oh, What's going on over here? I already had it with Marnie. And I was, like, in love. In love. Sean Connery and Marnie. And actually, I would argue, many of the OG 007s gets mm -hmm. my pick as my thirsting after. Kevin, who are you thirsting after, or who have you thirsted after? Well, I'm very thirsty. But <laughs> when, you said, when you said Sean Connery and Alfred Hitchcock, they reminded me, and she's one lucky bitch, Tippi Hedren, in The Birds, Rod Taylor. Oh. He was so hot, she went all the way to Bodega Bay to get the ass, man, right? And he is so beautiful, too. And he's in this cute movie with Jane Fonda called Sunday in New York, which people should look up. It's kind of a not, not really known film, but he is so sexy. I could drink a big glass of that. In fact, I got to have a little water just to do the thirst right now. I you love him. Drink? I love him. Cheers. Well, I'll drink water. Cody. My, okay. my bartender is not available at this time, but she is watching the show. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Cody, we'll accept it who then. is who are you thirsting after? Who have you thirsted after? So when you asked me the question, the first thing that came to my mind was Rob Lowe, of course. But then when you said TCM, all that I could think of was Paul Newman back oh. in the day and Cool Hand Luke. It was and Cool Hand Luke. Oh, look at you. Was, wasn't he a cat on a hot tin roof too? Yes. Yes. Those piercing blue eyes. Who? Yes. Well, All day. His character was gay and cat on hot tin roof, but movies in the 50s didn't allow that to happen. Really? Uh, you gotta figure it out. Come on, he's not fucking Elizabeth Taylor. If you don't fuck Elizabeth Taylor, you're gay. Yes. I would fuck Elizabeth Taylor. I mean, and you're gay. And I'm gay. Right. So there we go. There it is. That's a good one. Paul Newman. Yeah. I love it. Okay, so I'm back. So one of my favorite things right now is I've never really been into actors so much, but recently I found myself having these crushes on all these YouTube sensations. So there's people like Fraser Wilson. I know you, you're not going to know these people, but you look them up. Rowan Rowe, Gabe Saturno. These are people I'm doing their workouts and I have these crushes on these guys. 
And then my other thirsty crushes right now, because we're such a news junkie right now, keeping up with everything, is a lot of CNN journalists. So Boris Sanchez does it for me. If Who? Boris, not Chris Cuomo, girl, take a seat. <laughs> Chris Cuomo and his brother need to just like sit themselves. We get it. Yeah. They're they're like ham. Okay. So for I don't like people that are hammy. And Chris Cuomo and his brother, our mayor or governor, are totally that. Uh uh-uh. uh, sit yourself down. We we get it. You had COVID. So did I. But Boris Sanchez, <laughs> Jeremy Diamond, and I think I have a chance with one of them, Shimon Prokovich, because I looked, I stalked him a little bit. I have these crushes on, like they're like everything to me, and these are my crushes right now. I don't know, <laughs> Kevin. Who, who you thirsty? So I can look them up. Well, besides the two Twitter people that I put out there in the acting world, okay, these are really modern, old school, but. I'm a big bear, so if I'm gonna tossle, you gotta be able to take me. I don't mind a shorter, thin guy, but I mean, The Rock. He, I could never hurt The Rock in bed, or you, Jackman, or Joe Mangiolo, or Mangiolo. You look at him and he hurts you. I watched something with him the other day. Uh, he has blue hair now, it's totally on him. Joe Manganello. Ooh, we know I love he, his body. Is so but that, but that movie that he's in right now is crap. Well, I watch. I'll watch it with the volume down. <laughs> Joe, Joe's movie right now that's that he put out where he's like a superhero, but like not the non-superhero. I want wanted to watch it and like it. It's crap. Oh, oh my, yeah. I'm sorry, but he. Take- <laughs> but I love the blue hair. And okay, Cody, who do you got for us? So we talk about we talk about him a lot. Michael B. Jordan is is oh. will always be my heart. He's okay, so gorgeous. Yes. You said it. That was what came to my mind. Henry Golding, he's in a he's in a movie called Monsoon that I really want to see. And Kumail Nanjiani. Do you know who that is? Say that it's again. Gonna be- you just I, I got wet. <laughs> <laughs> Kumail Nanjiani he's going to be in the new Eternals movie he's he was a comedian before he was he is his he wasn't that fit before but then for the Eternals movie he got in such great shape all my crushes are in hero action hero movies so that there's that I wonder why that is because I'm a total nerd I think that's why I love it and for people chiming in Blake yes you can always be a guest on our show, I think that's what you're asking. I can't really see very well. Um, Vivian loves Boris. Yes, isn't he hot? Love. And Blake says, speaking of CNN, Shimon, oh my God. Oh, good. You love him too? I love Shimon Prokov. Prokopets, yes. I follow him right now, and I was actually thinking about going to Nashville to find Shimon since he was reporting. Oh, my God. Okay, Blake. (laughs) I haven't gotten that far, but good for you. Report back. I want to hear it. Matt, I'm over here looking at all three names, these names. Yes. Oh, my God. 
All right, Kevin Thomas, we can, um, let's remind everybody how we can follow you. And when does your show come out every week on YouTube? On Sundays. Uh, the funny thing is when the pandemic started, I started my at-home film festival, hashtag at-home film festival. But I first did 61 movie reviews, one a day. Oh my God, this thing will never end. So anyway, I do it weekly. I always have a theme for the week. I do it on Sunday. I try to do seven movies. Sometimes I go over like right now. But um, you could follow. You could find me on YouTube, Real Kev. I'm Real Kev every place. Um, I'm real in real life. But on social media, I'm R-E-E-L-K-E-V. And yes. we'll post everything on all links on tagspodcast.com tomorrow. Uh, thank you so much, Kevin. This, as always, you I'm going to check out some of these web series that you mentioned and, of course, the movies you mentioned. So thank you so much for joining the show. You're absolutely yeah, welcome. Sure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And I'm hoping I can come to Palm Springs in 2021 when – your film festival is back up and running. I hope it is. Me too. It'd be a go for 2021. It'll be a go for 2021. Yes. Thank you. Thanks. As always, Cody Maurice Duggett, thank you so much. So fun. And, you know, people don't know a little bit about Cody, but in addition to this, he's a life coach. And where can people find out more information about you, Cody? They can contact me on my alternative Instagram, KMD coaching. Say that again. And just KMD coaching. And they can contact me that way. And then we can discuss what their life goes are and, and rates and things of that nature. So yeah, thank you for putting that out there, Steve. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure. Definitely. And if you want to just follow him for some thirsty pics, go to <laughs> Mr. Maurice at Mr. Yes. Maurice. <laughs> And as always, follow us at Tags Podcast because it's really important. We've got some brand new shows coming to you, Tags Podcast, in 2021. I'm so excited for all the brand new content coming your way. Thank you for watching and thank you. Continue wearing your mask. Wash <laughs> your hands, but keep it Wash sexy. We'll talk to you soon. Yes. Happy New Year. <laughs>